Hey, Go Church family, welcome back for another month of our podcast series. We're so excited to be here. My name is Gilbert, and I'm here with Pastor Matt Hadabal. Hey, everybody. And like we promised, we're here with someone else this month. We're here with Lara. Hi, everyone. Hi, Lara. Hi. Hey, Lara. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that I'm here with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun to uh, have other people. We want to keep doing this, introduce other voices. And uh, I'm just excited about the message, this uh, series that we're getting into, because it's really going to help us all grow spiritually. That's right. Because at Go Church, we, we talk about values. And when we say it's your place, we don't mean it's Pastor Matt's place or my place only. It's your place to yeah. love, grow, and go. And that's also why we want to have more people with us on these podcasts is because we want the voices that are in Go Church to come out and that's to right. be able to go from love to grow to go. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, to grow in His love, and to go out into your world with His love. Yeah. And Go Church is uh, your place to grow and part of growing is being released in giftings and um, I I am happy and very very blessed that people saw things in me that I didn't see in myself and they empowered me to exercise and develop in those gifts and so that's what we want to do at Go Church we want to create spaces for that and that's why Laura is on us on the podcast with us. <laughs> That's right. We're so excited. And this month, we're actually going to get into a series called Trails of Thought. And I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun for us. The discussions are going to be excellent and also very challenging because this is a subject that we all need work on and we all need constant, consistent work on. Yeah. But before we get into the theme of the month, and really introduce the the series. We want to talk to you a little about a little bit about Go Church and you know who Go Church is. We just said it. We said it's your place to love, grow, and go. Um, but I will also say that Go Church is a Bible Bible based, spirit filled, and groups based church. Uh, we're also, for the most part, an English speaking church, and you know we we cater to English speakers. We're looking for you. If you're in Lebanon and you're an English speaker and you don't happen to be in a church, swing by. If you are an Arabic speaker or a French speaker or an Armenian speaker, we still welcome you and yes. we're so happy to, to meet you. And we want to we wanna welcome anyone and everyone who feels called to be part of this church. And uh, what, I, what I will say as well is that... Um, you know, we're introducing a new series and every month we do this. So if you're new to Go Church and this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, welcome. We're so glad to have you. And what we're doing today is we're introducing a new series for the month, uh, which is a teaching series. It's a message, whatever you want to call it. And we're actually digging deeper into this subject for the whole month. So uh, this is the first Sunday of the of the month. This coming Sunday, we have our big Sunday gathering. Where I'm excited about church, the big Sunday. We're so excited. Yeah. It's, it's always fun, right? It's always fun. And we get together as a whole church. What we do is come together to celebrate, to worship the Lord together, to bring our offerings, to, to take part in communion together, and 
to hear the message, which we're going to dig deeper into uh, over the course of this month. Yeah, and these series, they um, while they have different titles, they have different themes, they are, we're really uh, aiming at doing one thing, and that's causing opportunity for us to change into his image, to grow. And so um, while they have maybe different graphics, different titles, um, they're all in a, in a theme of causing us to look at ourselves, look at him, and um, make changes so that we make more room for him to work in our life. That's right. So for the, like I mentioned, we have different kinds of meetings. And actually, why we have different kinds of meetings is because that's what we see in Scripture, right? I mean, our church is based on uh, on Scripture, in Scripture. This is what we're looking to model. This is what we're trying to do as we build the church. We see in, in the early church that uh, most of the church meetings happened in home groups and small groups all over the city, even though, you know, there would be uh, some elders over the whole church in the region or the town, and there would be a pastor over them. Um, we see that most meetings happened in small groups and uh, in homes. You, you, you see Paul, you know, in his epistles always saying, greet the church that is in this person's house or that person's house. And uh, so most of our meetings actually look like that, small groups. And we meet in groups that we call grow groups. And, you know, we used to say by faith that grow groups are happening all over Lebanon. But now grow know, groups are now happening we see them. all over Lebanon. <laughs> That's right. Grow groups are happening all over Lebanon where we have grow groups on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at the moment. Um, they're happening in Ashrafiya, Sinedfil. And uh, now we have grow groups for kids. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. We have grow groups for kids, and they have a lot more fun than the adults. And um, we also have groups in Biblos and Shika. Uh, so we're, we're really happy to see this growth in the church. We're really happy to see, uh, you know, more places for people to come into and just get into fellowship and come into their place where they're supposed to be. And we're so glad about it. You know, I'm, I'm actually uh, at the moment part of the Synod Field grow group and Laura's actually yes so with am I you. yes so how's the grow group experience been for you so far it's amazing and it's the the one day I wait for the whole week uh, the time with the grow group uh, we dig deeper in the message and uh, we hear about practical ways to implement what we're hearing and uh, we pray with each other if anyone has any prayers it's amazing it's great yeah we have a great time. The yes. practical part is really the thing that makes diff makes the difference yes. because it's one thing to have a lot of knowledge, but the Bible says that knowledge puffs up. The problem with being puffed up is uh, just a small pin will deflate all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so if knowledge puffs up, love builds up. And so as a church, we want to just not just experience love, but grow in love because love is going to build us up and make us able, there's a theme, uh, to go out and really make a difference. And so grow groups are an opportunity for us to look and say, how can we practically apply these truths to our life? Yeah. yeah. You know, another thing I love about grow groups is that this is our place to build real, genuine friendships and relationships that we can carry in our lives. So 
you know, grow group shouldn't be a place where you come once a week and leave. And then you come next week and you leave. It should be, you know, your church family. This should be the, the people you look forward to spending time with. And, and I would encourage you this week, you know, or next week, whenever you come and, and leave from grow groups, reach out to someone, Yeah, you know, say hi to someone. People are, you know, we're all looking to, for quality friendships in our lives. And you wouldn't imagine the quality of people that you have around you in these groups. So I encourage you, I encourage you to reach out. And you know, if you think about this in the new Testament, we see, and, and there's, I don't, don't take this the wrong way. There's nothing wrong with having organized meetings. And we see there's some organized meetings, sometimes very spontaneous meetings, meetings, but really the new Testament is full of relationships Look at the letters that Paul wrote. And at the beginning and end of those letters, especially, he would talk about, hey, make sure you talk to this person and tell them I said hi. And, and hey, um, I want to let you know that this person who you know, this is what's happening with them. There's relationships are part of the life of a follower of Jesus. And that's really what we were talking about yeah. in September. The follow me message is it's, it's not just events and it's not just actions, it's relationships. And those relationships are an exchange. And that's how we, you know, that's how we care for one another. Yeah. You know, so this gets me thinking of the letter that Paul wrote to Philemon. Yeah. And at the end of the letter, you know, he says, Hey, prepare a room for me. I'm coming to stay over. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't have friends, friendships that are that deep in a girl group, there's a problem. You should be able to tell your friends, Hey, I'm coming over this week and prepare a room for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not joking. I, I, I really pray for all of us to come up together and for us to build a, a, a perfect bond of unity and love. And that happens through friendships. It doesn't only happen when we sit there and get all serious and, you know, try to figure things out in scripture, try to figure out what the Lord's saying to me, but, you know, honor the relationships that the Lord put in our lives and work on those relationships because, you know, that's, that's the Lord's will for our lives too, yes. to, to be able to develop these friendships. And that's, that's key. That's really important. And it's actually one of our key, uh, how do I say values, attributes and, and, um, in our grow groups and that's the care element yeah we care for one another it's not that you know the leader cares for me the leader is supposed to reach out to me no we we are supposed to reach out to each other and build genuine relationships genuine friendships offer help and the last thing i do want to say about grow groups is we don't we don't come to attend church we don't come to sit in a a chair and hear what someone has to say we're all coming to bring our supply we're all coming to participate in church and build the lord's church so i want to ask you this question how are you helping in your grow groups are you helping by bringing food are you helping by setting the space up are you helping by inviting others are you taking um part of the discussion that the leader is is trying to carry through so are you helping with the welcome? Are you helping with the discussion portions? Are you helping with reading scripture? If you're not, I would encourage you to actively take part of something, to actively come with a mentality of 
wanting to help, wanting to contribute, wanting to build this up and, and serve your brothers and sisters in that grow group. And there's something very special about that because you reap what you sow. And when you sow friendship, when you sow uh, service, you know, when, when you put yourself in a position where you are serving the word of God, you can also reap more of that. And, you know, just before we started, um, Lara was talking about the, uh, the Bible reading plan that we do as a church all together. And Lara, you were saying that, you know, you were encouraged every single day to share something, right? Yes. And so every single day, I, you know, I pick my, my Bible reading plan up in the morning and I see that Lara commented and Lara, you know, shared an amazing reflection about the chapter. And what did you say is happening now after you've been pushing yourself to, to do this? Um, as I said, I it started with uh, committing uh, to the Lord and to myself that I will write every day. Uh, that uh, that helped me to read the Bible plan every day. And uh, now I just uh, I just love like reading and then reflecting on it, and it happens automatically. And I'm. And I feel I'm so blessed with what others are uh, writing as their reflections. And I keep, uh, honestly, a lot of people are coming to me and telling me we can't wait what, for what you're writing. I'm one of them. From, <laughs> from Go Church. And I even, uh, at the Turkey conference, I met uh, from the global Go Church uh, family, mm-hmm. uh, people as well. And it has been amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Praise God. See, that's, that's what I mean by you, you reap what you sow. You know, you're sowing words, like you're, you're sharing your revelation, you're sharing your reflections, and I'm just convinced that you get more by doing that. Yes. But you notice that it, you said something key. You said it started with a commitment that you made, and that's kind of the key of our whole follow me message from last month was uh, everything springs out of this quality decision. I'm going to make a decision Jesus has already made his decision. He's he's already committed. The 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 thing that needs to happen now is I have to. Yes. I have to respond. When when you make a quality decision, when you make that commitment, then you make space for Jesus to come in and you know, I I love the way you phrased it. Now you have these this this river flowing out of you. <laughs> well, how did that start? It started with your decision your commitment and we want everyone at the go church family to do that yes praise god i'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about lara's revelation and the things that that are really in lara's heart over the course of this month and this podcast so we're very very excited um another announcement point i do want to make is i want to talk a little bit about our believers gatherings and Uh, I'm sure many of you who are listening have already been part, have already come or attended uh, our Believers Gatherings. But uh, I don't want to let that go. I want to talk about it a little bit because it's so important that we come to our Believers Gatherings expecting something. If you notice, I am not referring to them as worship nights. I'm not referring to them as music sets. I'm referring to them as Believers Gatherings because it's not about the worship team and it's not about the music the worship team and the music um everything there the the sound equipment the the lyrics on the screen the the word 
all, all of these natural elements that are present are designed to help and support the environment to create uh, room for the Lord to manifest his presence. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. We, we want to experience the presence of the Lord. We want to be able to experience uh, his manifestations, the manifestations of his goodness, you know, in operation. We want to hear from him. We want to see him move. We want to, we want time to, you know, like Acts chapter 13 says, we want to minister to the Lord. So we're not only coming to, um, you know, to think about what we're going to hear, what we're going to say, but we're coming and believing that we're bringing our praises to him and we're opening ourselves up to him. And in return, he's revealing more of himself to yeah. us, that we're getting a revelation of his love, that we're getting a, a, an understanding of what he's called us to do and where he's called us to go. And so I just want to encourage you to do that. Amen. Amen. So, Lara, how, how's your experience been with the Believers Gathering so far? Um, what you said uh, applies to me. Um, I changed, uh, like, I, I, it, it stopped being worship night. It's a gathering of all the believers together. It's ministry time where we do worship, where we pray. And um, again, it's uh, one of the days that I wait during the month. Yeah. Uh, it's... And I do come now expecting to hear from the Lord, to receive and uh, to praise Him and glorify Him. And um, it's an amazing time for anyone uh, in our Go Church family to come and be a part of. They will be blessed and they will bless others. That's awesome. Yes. We're also very excited to have you on the worship team. With yes. Amen. Very excited as well. Our worship team is growing. We're very yes. happy about that. Thank God. Praise God. So moving on from Go Church announcements, I have one more announcement I do want to make. RBTC. RBTC. <laughs> Lara couldn't wait. So, Me neither. So uh, this week, actually, we have it RBTC. Is. It is upon uh, us. What is it called? Orientation? Jump into Rhema. Jump into Rhema. Yeah. Pastor Mike, can you tell us a little bit about it? I am uh, I'm so excited about this. Jump into Rhema is something that if... Um, you know, for for the for the people that have applied and are uh, have been accepted as students, are going to be um, we're going to have two days, Friday and Saturday night, where we get to look at what to expect over the next level of study. There's uh, 21 uh, modules that the students are going to go through. Um, we're bringing in guest ministers from all around the world that are going to come in and, uh, it'll be, um, intensive training times, training, not necessarily just teaching. And so Rama is not a, um, uh, is a center of excellence where we train leaders, um, spiritual leaders, supportive leaders, and even people that want to act as uh, what we would call societal leaders, uh, agents of change in their communities. But we do that not just by knowledge. Again, going back to the follow me message, you know, it's, uh, it's not just about accumulating knowledge, but it is training uh, a person for ministry to follow after the, the call of God on their life, to discover the purpose 
uh, that God has for us and to be equipped to fulfill that purpose. Praise God. I'm excited. You know, I'm enrolled, so I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to, to being part of this experience. Um, you just can't hear enough. If you're, if you're around Pastor Matt or, or Chance or Joseph, you know, that's all they're going to talk about. Rhema, Rhema, Rhema. So let's, let's see what this is about. I, I know that, um, you know, there's so much that we're going to get out of this. And the, the goal is to come back and strengthen our churches. It is, and but it, it it comes back to this same thing that we keep talking about, which is the the you know relationship aspect, and um, you know Rama unlocks a world of relationships with people literally on every continent that are pursuing the plan of God. Now, the Lord's doing things through lots of different ministries. This is just one, but these relationships that we have uh, allow us to bring in experienced, anointed uh, ministers to come and, and just pour into the students. And we'll, we'll do that in extended times together uh, on weekends and modules. And um, if you're hearing this and think, man, I, I, wish, I would, wish I would have known about that or I wish I would have uh, said that, you know, uh, messages, reach out. We want to know about that. We want to know about your interest. Um, uh, registration closed in, in September. But uh, if you message me, I can probably help you. Wasta. <laughs> no wasta at Rama. <laughs> I read my mind. Just love. <laughs> Just love. That's good. That's really good. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who've been waiting eagerly to, to listen to the uh, the theme. This is the point. We're going to start talking about trails of thought. Trails of thought. I'm actually really excited because this is a theme, a subject that I wanted to cover since last year. Like yeah. it's something that, you know, I've been talking about since last year and I just had, you know, had it on my heart. You know, there's some, some, some things I've seen about, uh, about faith and fear and, and the, how those things are, I wouldn't say connected, but, you know, equal and opposite almost and i really i'm excited to talk about it but yeah honestly uh for you know for you listening if you wonder like, how much time goes into preparing these messages um literally sometimes a you know more a than year. a year um we'll we'll talk about things uh, you and i have talked about trails of thought on and yeah. off uh since well, a little more than a year actually yeah that's right you know pastor matt loves barbecue and you know, doesn't everybody I, love barbecue? <laughs> I think everyone knows that, <laughs> but it's worth mentioning on the podcast. But actually, the reason I'm, I'm mentioning that is because we always talk about different cuts of meat, you know. Yeah. And like, I'm I'm starting to discover all of these things that you know, Ma, uh, Pastor Matt is a a seasoned you know expert in basically, and <laughs> you know, different cuts of meat and the way you're going to prepare them require different levels of marination. Sometimes, you know, so sometimes things need to sit a little longer and need to marinate. And uh, <laughs> some things, you know, get ready a lot faster and they're just good to go and they're just amazing as they are. And some things just require a little more marination. And, you know, sometimes things take more time to get ready. And that's, that's, uh, that's the case sometimes with, with messages and with series that, you know, these things need to, you know, take a little bit of time to, 
to to sit and digest and and really see what we're trying to extract because it's not about what we share it's about what you as as a listener what you are receiving and what you will apply in your lives so the measure of our success is how much you grow and how much you change so let me introduce this um and and the way i will introduce it is talk about you know what we've covered so far this year so since summer we've been talking about able able to and charged these are three messages which you know three series which were amazing and actually the able series is the reason lara <laughs> is able to be here right now and she yes. feels like comfortable to be part of the podcast so that's a testimony in of itself that's right? true yes and praise god praise god we're happy to have you here thank you i'm happy to be here and basically if you notice a lot of these subjects involve the spirit of man yeah and we're emphasizing the spirit of man you know which when we were born again we we are a new creature in christ second corinthians 5 17 says that old things have passed away behold all things have now become new and obviously we're not talking about the external appearance because it's not like all of a sudden i go from looking the way i look to having a six-pack but um thanks for mentioning it, that <laughs> it's a it's a morbid <laughs> reminder but yeah <laughs> the 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 reality is that my inner man changed and we're focusing a lot on who i really am who i really am is not my body my body is changing my, yeah. my body is aging but who i really am is the spirit man within but you know it's it's a two-edged sword right because we can spend too much time emphasizing um spirit 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 which is amazing which which requires emphasis but then neglecting all the other parts yeah and it's so important not to neglect the other parts because uh first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23 says that we are a spirit we are a soul and we are a body. The, these are three components of our being and they're designed to work together. They're designed to work together. And it's also, um, it's, it's really important if we're going to grow spiritually and apply the truth of scripture to our life to develop an understanding that we are a spirit, that we have a soul and we live in a body. Yeah. The Bible so, says in Hebrews that only the word of God can really divide between soul and spirit. But there is a distinction. And we apply the truth of God's word to see that, understand it, and then apl uh, apply some control. Um, and that's what Paul ta talks about in, in Corinthians where he says, I do this. I, I do this with my body. I'm, I'm doing this, actively doing this with my mind, which is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's really good. That's right. So the, the point here is that a lot of people go too far in the wrong direction, right. in either direction, right? So uh, as, as Christians, you know, our, when we start changing, when we're born again, our, our spirits are made new, our focus starts changing, our love, our affections, our desires start changing, and we start you know, focusing on things that are not seen. And that's what Second Corinthians chapter 4 says in, in verse 18, that uh, the things that are seen are temporary and pass away, but the things that are not seen are eternal. And these are things that we're supposed to focus on. Um, 1 John chapter, uh, chapter 2 talks about 
us not loving the things of the world. We shouldn't love the things of the world. We shouldn't put our focus and our energy on things that are passing away, but we should put our energy towards things that are eternal because the things that are passing away, uh, John, you know, it's, it's quite stern language. He says that they are at enmity with God. They are like enemies with yeah. God. But the, and we start noticing this about people that, once we have this new treasure, you know, like Jesus says that you you sold everything and you found this pearl of great price and you start seeing people around you like bothered and thinking about day-to-day things that frankly start not to matter to you anymore. So obviously you notice that people, a lot of people are too far into the flesh, right? They're thinking too much about what's happening right now, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week. You know, like I've been in situations where... Um, we, uh, I, I've seen people complain about things that haven't even happened to them yet, and you find them doing that. But on the other hand, there's there's another extreme, right? Which is um, neglecting the body, neglecting the soul, and just thinking about spirit and being um, and being stuck in that way. So actually, in, in Colossians chapter two, uh, Paul is addressing um, addressing the subject. You know, he's addressing this 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 theme or this point called asceticism. Mm-hmm. Pastor Matt, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, why don't you uh, pull up that verse? Asceticism yeah. really just uh, is a, a a fancy and probably very hard for me to spell word uh, that means to deny oneself to um, in and in the denial of of natural things. To, to assume that it means that you're very spiritual or very godly. And um, Paul actually, is, I'll, I'll let you read it, but Paul's very, very bold to the church in Colossae. He says, don't let people deceive you and, and think that just by denying yourself these things that you have suddenly achi- uh, achieved some upper level of spirituality. Why? Because... It's the message of the gospel um, that Jesus has created or, or he's, he's redeemed us and then we have been created into his image. That's that 2 Corinthians 5, 17 verse you quoted. So my righteousness can't be based on how much I deny myself. Yeah, so let me, let me read the verse since I pulled it up. It's Colossians chapter 2, verse 20. Uh, Paul saying, therefore, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, why as though living in the world, you subject yourselves to regulations, do not touch, do not taste, do not handle, which all concern things which perish with the using, according to the commandments and doctrines of men. These things indeed have an appearance of wisdom and self-imposed religion, false humility and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. Right. Which I mean, this is um, this is really key. If you if you want to um, if you want to advance in the things of God, you can see you have to move beyond just outward appearances. And Paul makes that that point. You can deny yourself all these things and still indulge in the flesh. That this this humility per se, you know per se he calls false. Yeah. And actually, if you think about it, uh, if you deny your mind, you deny your, your body, you're not going to be very effective for God, are you? No. Like, you're just going to, you know, you can't go out and 
So you can do love grow and then you can't do go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's not what we want to be doing. We want to go is such an important part of why we're still here on earth. You know, we're not, we're not here to just enjoy the blessing. I'd much rather be up in heaven. You know, the streets are made of gold. I, I, I don't think any city in the world, you know, we don't see that in any other place. But the, the point of why we're here is to be effective for the Lord. So, you know, we don't want to neglect our body. We don't want to neglect our mind and our, our, you know, how we use our mind. We want to optimize those and work on those in order to be effective for the Lord. You know, if we talk about the body, um, Paul actually says that, you know, he says, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? So our bodies are key and critical to actually fulfill um, what Jesus is trying to do in the earth because we are here in our bodies. If you don't have your body, you're not here on earth anymore. That's exactly <laughs> right. You know, 2 Corinthians 5 says that you're either present um, in your body and absent from the Lord or you're present with the Lord and absent from your body. So if you don't take care of your body, you can't continue doing the things that the Lord's asking you to do. So in, in that vein and in that, uh, in that reason, we can't deny our minds and we can't deny our bodies and we have to watch over them and we have to govern them in the right way and actually that's that's why i want to read the uh, the purpose for the series this month and this is it the bible teaches that we are a three-part being spirit soul and body and that these parts are all designed to work together we want everyone in the go church family to learn to allow our spirit to direct our thoughts and to govern our lives and actions according to the law of love. So according to this, based on this purpose, we don't want to deny our soul. We don't want to deny our bodies, but we want to govern them and direct them according to our spirit and according to the word of God, which is in our spirit. Yeah, that word govern and direct is really key. You know, it's do something with um, versus just be passive and whatever whatever it wants to do i mean uh, i'm pretty sure that um, my body will eat just as much gelato as i put in front of it right <laughs> i mean i i don't you know i've i need to grow in in that uh what kind of grow though hips well, or no i need <laughs> i need to uh, i need to develop um better governance on how much ice cream i eat but, um, you know, the, the main scripture that we're going to look at, um, we're not going to talk about dieting. We're going to talk about the mind. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the main scripture here is really uh, key. And I, I, I guess we, we have enough time to kind of review this. Um, in Romans chapter, uh, Romans chapter 8. I love the 8th chapter of Romans. And um, in, in any translation... Uh, you know, I think I probably love Romans chapter eight in Swahili if I could understand it. It's just, it is a beautiful um, passage about the life of the follower of Jesus filled with the spirit. And, but verse five, he says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on things of the flesh. And this is what you're talking about. There's, um, there's a, a, a three parts and we need to develop ourselves so that we're putting the first thing first. 
and we are using the truth of God's word to discipline ourselves so that we can be used of him. Why? Because we're here for a purpose. And um, Gilbert has this thing that he says um, that the uh, basic package in heaven is better than anything you can have on earth. I've never heard that before. I thought that was, <laughs> that's awesome. The basic package. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that there's different packages. I'm not sure that you can support that in scripture, but I think what it's true anyway. Include, what's included in the basic package? <laughs> Pre- presence. Presence. Of the Lord, right? <laughs> you're, you're there, like everything that you talk about when it comes to experiencing the riches of his glory on earth you're literally like in the presence of god and those are just the basics what one person said said it this way that when you get to heaven you're you experience three levels of surprise the first level of surprise is you see someone and you think wow they're there they're here (laughs) and then you start looking around and you're surprised that some other people are not there that you thought would be there and then the last level of surprise is, you're there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh, go ahead and uh, let's let's read the the rest of the main scripture. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Why? Because. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Do you have that in another translation? Yeah, I have it in the Young's Literal Translation. And I really enjoy this translation. It's not easy to read because it's it's translated word for word from Greek. So, you know, it, it doesn't always make sense in English, but if you... If you uh, are able to speak multiple languages, which a lot of Lebanese people do, you can understand that people think differently in different languages. And so you can appreciate the YLT a little more, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, in verse 6 of the YLT, so actually let me read it, verses 5 and 6. Uh, it says this, For those who are according to the flesh, the things of the flesh do mind. And those according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Verse 6 just hits me, you know. It says, for the mind of the flesh is death and the mind of the spirit, life and peace. So you see that uh, Paul is literally talking about the three-part being in here, right? He's saying the mind of the flesh leads somewhere and then the mind of the spirit leads somewhere else. I know that a lot of translations capitalize the word spirit, but in this context, it's obvious he's talking about the spirit within yeah. which is obviously in communion with the Holy Spirit. But there, there is what, what strikes me about this, and this is something we're going to talk about, is that you see two paths. So you see two trails, right? There's the path of the carnal mind, and that leads to death. And there's the path of the spiritual mind, and that leads to life and peace. You know, Maybe it doesn't sit well with a lot of, you know, hyper-spiritual people who think that, oh, the mind has nothing to do with it, you know. But this is what Paul's saying, literally, that the the way you govern your mind will determine the outcome in your life. That's exactly right. The, um, the work of redemption that 
we receive in our spirit can be uh, can be stopped and and even um, you know I want to use a, uh, the wrong word there stunted what I mean is it can be cut short and not grow to its full potential because we continue to think on the wrong things thinking on the things of God, the way God thinks about things, keeping our mind governed by the Spirit, leads to life and peace. Romans chapter 8. Life and peace. Everybody wants that. Yay! Life and peace. <laughs> but um, to think flesh-ruled, that word carnal, that means ruled by the flesh. The, the flesh is what? The flesh is the part that likes fried chicken and ice cream. <laughs> if I if I let that dominate my mind, then I'm going to go away from life and peace. So what I do with my mind matters. In fact, I would challenge you, if, if you've ever heard yourself say, you know, sometimes I just can't control what I think about. These thoughts come in my mind and I just... You know, I, I, I wish I could, but I, I just can't, I can't, con yes, you can. You, your mind is yours. You know, I, your mind will only think about things that you let it. Yeah. And it will think about things if you let it, but you can control what your mind thinks about. That's so powerful. Yeah. That's so powerful. I do want to um, mention that point or emphasize that point that your mind leads you places. Your yeah. mind does take you places. Actually, in the in the book of James, in chapter 1 and verse 15, he says that when desire is conceived, so when it's fully formed, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. So the first part of the wrong trail or you know taking the first step on that trail is something that happens before you even take a step it's it starts in your mind you know where you can see that is in genesis chapter 3 genesis chapter 3 adam and eve they've got one rule one rule <laughs> don't eat this the bible says that uh, the devil comes as a serpent and says, what? Eat this? No. He says, hey, did God really say? You know, and what, what are, what, what's, what is that whole passage? If you go back and look at it, it won't take time to go through it now, but you go back and look at it. The devil is influencing thought. And thought occurred way before action. That's right. That's right. So we're actually, uh, I want to say we're running out of time. We're beyond time. We're, we're over time. But we've, ha we've had a great time introducing this. And I'm so excited to get into the... Um, this is going to be a great study. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be, you know, the, the more honest you are with yourself, the, the more you're going to be able to do something about it. Because at the end, we're talking about your mind. No one is in your mind but you. And if you want results this is a way to get it, yeah. right? We're actually talking about that. I, uh, I do want to say one more thing, which is I want to refer back to our series on crazy faith. And 
um, when Pastor Matt Beamer was sharing this series, he talked about, you know, to go to crazy faith, you need to start with baby faith. But in order to really live in that crazy faith and to see uh, amazing things happen, you need to unlock this God-given imagination of yours. And this is what the goal is ultimately. The goal is to keep our minds on the right things so that God can do what he wants to do through our spirit, our soul, and our bodies. So the, the, the trail of thought should be spirit to soul to body. It shouldn't be body to soul leading to death. You know, and that's, that's something that we're trying to correct over the course of this month and identify in ourselves. So the key points for this month uh, we're going to talk about over the three weeks is week one, we're going to talk about trails of fear. So we're going to talk about the carnal mind and what it looks like. What does a carnal mind look like? Um, hopefully, you know, in week one, we're going to be able to really take an honest assessment of ourselves and how we've been and what needs to change. And in week two, we're going to talk about trails of faith, or we can also call that the spiritual mind. So what does that look like and how can we get there? And part three, we're going to talk about the love solution. You know, when we say love, we know that God is love. So ultimately we're talking about the God solution. Amen. Um, but it's so important to be God-minded. And that's what we're really going to home in on in week three, the, the God-minded solution, if you want. So, um, so that's it. I'm, uh, I'm so excited to get into this with you this month, and we're going to have a great month. Yeah. And if you've made it this far in the day and no one's told you, we want you to know that we love you and we're praying for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. We want everyone to experience the unconditional love of God, grow in His love, and go with His love to the rest of their world. We invite you to connect with us at one of our groups or our next gathering. And if no one told you yet today, we love you and believe God's very best for you.